Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Hit Start to Play podcast. It's your boy, the king of the shimps, big man Jack, and I'm with my co-host as usual. Good morning, afternoon, evening. I hope you're keeping safe wherever you happen to be in the world. I'm Ben. Quick announcement. It is, it is actually snowing. Yeah, it's it's time for the past two days and it's getting a bit... Can't open my front door. Yeah, I'm getting the shovel, Mum. That's not true at all. (laughs) No, it's not not that bad. For a couple of announcements, we currently, as of recording this on the 8th of February, we have one week left on our Discord Nitro giveaway. So make sure to check the Twitter down below to enter that. And we recently hit 100 followers on Twitter, so thank you very much for that. Big up to you, boys. Yeah. but And females, actually. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, and females. Yeah, Checking our sure. analytics, and we actually have a decent yes. female audience, which is odd. You know, listening Maybe to us voices. Yeah, there but you go. Let's uh, let's crack on. We've got yes, a bit sir. of news, and a lot of it is sort of insider. Yeah, it's sort of <laughs> monopoly news. We we'll start off with Embracer Group, which formerly you, most of you will know these as THQ Nordic, have purchased Gearbox for one point three billion dollars. Uh, I think Gearbox only really do Borderlands really nowadays. Just uh, an amendment to that. The the 1.3 is across six years if they reach all their targets, which yeah is Borderlands, so probably will. So yeah, I would a imagine. A lot, so. lot of money, man. A lot of you're, money. You're essentially buying Borderlands there for yeah. 1.3 billion. Good purchase, I think. Yeah, so Embracer... Uh, are still allowing 2K to publish Borderlands, so I'm not sure how money's going to work out in terms of obviously like getting paid from that. But maybe they're uh, writing a film. Maybe that's what they're hoping for. I don't actually know if, if they've got anything to do with that. If the game like 2K or anything has anything to do with that, but mm. no, maybe maybe, maybe, maybe writers. But I'm not a clue. No. Speaking of Monopoly. EA have oh, purchased Codemasters, I believe is the company name. The publishers of dirt and the f1 series for 1.2 billion dollars and have sort of not promised but they've kind of strived to release a new racing game every year and this this is a bit this is a bit spooky i mean one thing i want to add is where's my 1.2 billion who's going to hook me up because yeah, someone can someone just buy us for 1.2 like, billion people, apparently these companies are just happy to throw billions and billions everywhere like every week we're all i'm sure we break a story and say look so and so has bought so and so it's happened a at least once like, yeah every time it, it, the problem is it's ea so it's going to be a racing game but you're going to have to buy one tire with uh microtransactions otherwise you're going to <laughs> Or something. Yeah. <laughs> one yeah. racing game a year as well for dirt and F1. It yeah. seems a bit like I know I mean, F1 there is already one with F1 in there. Yeah, but no. it's that's not EA. No. And no. look how like EA's yearly releases app come out. It always <laughs> FIFA end up broken. <laughs> so so I don't know. I don't think this is a good thing, but no. we'll, only time time will test with that. Yes. Sony has confirmed it is currently losing money on the PS5. Are you surprised? I think, oh yeah, there's, there's, there only. I know there's been shortages of, of uh, materials and and parts, but like, even still, it's Sony. Yeah, it's it's for a massive mega company like that. They're, they're usually top they drop the charts top. in terms of yeah, in terms of console sales. It's, it's the release has been a bit of a mess. Yeah, 
Yeah, agreed. They dro- like I said, I was... like I just said, they dropped the ball this year. Like, it, yeah, definitely. It was, it was a terrible release. Not the console. The console was fantastic, but the way they released it is not as poor. Yeah, and uh, they'll have stock eventually, but yeah, who knows when what... the PS Six comes out? Like, mum, mum, I got a PS Four. Oh no, PS Six. It's like, yeah, we'll see what happens with this. I, I, I do hope that they do get it sorted and yeah, manage yeah. to get frequent stock out. That's not yeah. just getting kind of scalped. But for now, we'll see. The student who, obviously, for a little bit of context, if you are on social media, you know about the GameStop mm. drama with stocks that's been happening. Bit bad. It's a bit of this situation where rich people are like, if if you're poor, just invest your money. So everyone's like, yeah, go on then, and then they do, and then rich people are like, hang on, no, stop. <laughs> like, <laughs> Please, you're making my stock go lower. No. <laughs> right. So uh, there is a student who did make quite a lot of money on these stocks, and he has donated every single penny on Nintendo Switches for children's charity, which is that very is nice. My guy. Very that nice. He is the one that that I'm a, like that 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 just gives hope to 2021. That's that's a big move. I I, yeah, I, I rate that. Very similarly to the Ghost of Tsushima thing, yeah. they all pitched in. It's, it's very it's a, it's a nice bit of news in an otherwise pretty poop week for news. Yeah. And speaking of poop, uh, Bethesda's <laughs> <laughs> founder has sadly founder and CEO sorry has sadly passed away. At the age of 73, responsible for leading Bethesda through some great times with Fallout and the Elder Scrolls franchise. You will be missed. Yes, sir. On to some games before we get on to sort of the biggest news. Uh, If you're an anime fan, which I know a lot of you will be, The Last Airbender, I've never seen, like, I've never watched Avatar, like the the anime or anything before. I'm sorry, I, I, I've got to come um, out here and say that I have watched the cartoon on Nickelodeon when I was a kid, and uh, it's like Loki bagging, so, you know, I, I, I rate this. I don't think I've ever watched this. I might have watched like one or two, but it's not He controls me. all the elements, man. Does he control them all? I ain't got a clue how it works. Yeah, I, know, uh, I know you get like firebenders and stuff and earthbenders. Yeah. He like learns them all, it's sick. And Sorry, Cause yeah. That's, yeah, because that's what... <laughs> Uh, the league character is based on I can't even remember her name. The girl, the woman that 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 can like she floats around on a big rock and makes big walls and stuff. Oh, uh, Talia, that's it. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. I think she was based off of something from this. But there is a tabletop RPG that has been announced. Uh, couldn't actually find who who is developing this. It might be out now. But if you're interested in that, for me, it's an RP. It's a it's a JRPG anime, no, like tabletop, so it's turn-based. I'll, I'll be giving it a pass. But Your favourite? My my absolute all-time favourite genre is... <laughs> I'll, I'll be giving this a pass, but it does look quite promising for, for those who like that. I'd probably, yeah, it, it seems all right. It, what, like with tabletop, does that mean... Because that could mean many different things. I, does that mean it's going to be like no Gwent from The Witcher 3? Which Maybe. don't at me was better than the game. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, I, I'm going to no. stay out of that one. No, not a clue. But if you're interested, there you go. One that that is, uh, I think it's gone a bit under the radar, considering how popular these games were. Was is Skate Four? 
skate with the franchise that kind of took over from Tony Hawk's and kind of sort of paved the way after Tony Hawk's pro skater games kind of died down. Yeah. Skate kind of took the the, the realms. People have been going and, mad for skate yeah, for a long It's a very time. hyped game and very requested game and finally looks like it is happening. Now it just needs to not stink because if it stinks, then good luck to the developers, mate. That's all well, I'm it's saying. Good. I think it's good timing. Well, it's EA, I'm pretty sure, actually. Well, well. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so uh, I'm pretty sure this, this has come because Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, the, the remake, has, has recently released in the past oh, well. year. So. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it was solid. So I don't think, don't think it was did, did badly or anything. So I think it's kind of brought a bit more excitement for the sort of skateboarding sort of genre again. Yes. So Skate Four is a, is a pretty decent one to go for that. Now Spider Man Miles Morales, um, who I can't remember is it Insomniac that can't makes them? Yeah. I believe it is. It is. Has made four point one million dollars in sales in two months. Now this sounds like a lot. Not a lot. But if you compare that to The Last of Us 2's 4 million, Final Fantasy 7 remakes 3.5 million, Spider-Man's 3.3 million, and God of War's 3.1 million in three days. So... I'll tell you what it is. Right. So Miles Morales, for anyone that's... I think I was considering buying it. Right. The only reason why I didn't is because I found out that it's only about 20 hours yeah. worth of gameplay. A lot of people are saying it's why, DLC. Why am like, I spending like... 60 quid on 20 hours of gameplay like i could run around my garden yeah. for 20 hours and probably have a better time and i've saved myself 20 quid or 60 quid yeah so this, i've heard this is me. that's what i've heard as well so it's more it should have just been dlc yeah yeah i agree with that it should have been an expansion on the spider-man game that was released last and not a standalone game i think that's a probably would have done better yeah as well, i reckon I think they needed to uh, kind of merge Spider-Man and the Avengers as well because the games aren't currently sort of merged. That'd be it's interesting. A strange if one. Yeah, I get it because Miles Morales is very popular. Yes, He's very popular as a character, and I do think he will emerge in the MCU oh, as well. It's a, it's a black Spider-Man. Like, it's 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 taken like a character like Spider-Man has been forever like the stereotypical white American boy. And changed it up. <clears throat> I'm not like sure that. how old Miles Morales is as yeah. an actual character. I think he's quite old. I think he's. he's I feel like he's only a teenager though, because I feel like in the film. No, I don't. School, I don't mean he? actual age. <clears throat> I mean how long? When did Stanley create him? Oh, I see. Right. Okay. I don't actually know how old he is. His oh, origins man. are. I know. Yeah, he's only a kid. In the yeah. the that animated film that they did was really uh, good. Uh, yeah. The, Spider-Verse and in Mars Morales. Enter the Spider-Verse, isn't it? Yeah, it's a fantastic, fantastic film. That's the that's where that post Malone song come from. Yes. Right, so no. With, um, yeah. The, um yeah, that's it. Yeah, no. But so not a lot of sales, but I think there's multiple things into this. I think a lot of people are probably waiting for PS5. And yeah. obviously because it is more or less a next gen game. They've got um, PS4 are like gold nuggets at this point. Yeah, but I'd, I'll pick it up when it's cheaper. I won't be spending yeah. 60, 70 quid on it, no, though. Not for, not especially not for 20 hours worth of gameplay. Nah, no not chance. at all. But the big news. Now, Valve are being sued <laughs> over 
it's an unfair price handling of its sort of what clients. I don't know what you would call them. Companies that sell under steam. I would assume clients to be the right word. Yeah, I, I guess I guess sort of clients. Unfair price handling to avoid them going elsewhere, so keeping prices of games high. And uh, I mean, this is obviously not a good thing that, that Valve are doing this. No. But where's the competition? Yeah, but where's where's the competition on PC? True. For games. True. They've, they've been able to get away with this, I think, for so long. It's like, who else are you going to buy your games off on, on PC? Like, well, what, G2A? Thing, <laughs> like, <Well>, no, <laughs> yeah. Like, Epic Game Store. It's, it's not. It's because Steam's the biggest, like, platform, isn't it? Like, it just is. Yeah, there's no, there's no one setting price compared no, yeah. like so they can just get they away with they it. Because where else yeah. are you going to get it from? It's like yeah, if you don't have consoles and you play PC, which is a lot of people do, yes. Then where you, nine times out of ten you're gonna you have Steam, Microsoft so, Store. That's where you need to be. Do, do they do they have their own like PC store? I have I don't absolutely know. no I idea. <laughs> I would imagine. I bet you they do. They, yeah, they must I would assume do. so, but. I, but a no. lot, a lot of their games are on Steam. I'd imagine yeah. still. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know about this. It's not not good practice from a company that was before recognised as one of the last good ones. I but I understand. Money's got this. Yeah. You know, this is what it is. I suppose. I mean, I think that's the price of gaming, uh, like PC gaming. Unfortunately, yeah, I agree with that. But that is the news for this week. Tune in next week for some more. And no. for something we wanted to talk about. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just unsubscribe below. Just, just skip that part. Just, <laughs> just go on to the next bit. <laughs> but uh, so what we want to talk about today, a bit similar to, to last week where we talked about video game movies. Yeah. This time we're going to be talking about video game sequels. And similarly to the opinion that the majority, I believe, have about video game movies being kind of awful. They stink. Yeah, they, they really stink. <laughs> the, the the mass opinion, again, I think, for a lot of things, films, games, is that the video game sequels, film sequels, again, are, are not necessarily bad, but not as good as the originals. Yeah, yeah. So I we're going to be talking about this, listing some of our favourite and not-so-favourite sequels, to kind of disprove and prove this argument, and then we'll move on to games that maybe we would like to see have a sequel. Yes. I've spoke for quite a while, so I'll let you begin. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, no, no one wants to hear that. No, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. Yeah, no one wants to hear my voice for <laughs> an hour straight. I mean, to be fair, you could just take the floor and I could just sit here and like be like, yeah, yeah. I don't think... I don't think I could. I couldn't hear my own voice for an hour straight. I think I How do you think I feel when I edit the thing? <laughs> <laughs> for anyone that's clips. interested, it's like, honestly, when I edit these podcasts, because I edit and he does the research, right? So I realise I'm going on a tangent here, but whatever. Like, I just have to sit there and listen to my own voice for an hour. And I don't know about you, but if you listen to your own voice for even like five yeah. seconds, you'll just want to curl up into a ball and cry. So horrid. Um, but you know, it's, yeah, it's the same when up. I find the the clips for each episode as well. Yeah. I have to sit and watch through it, and I'm just sitting there wanting to just cry. I'm just like, no, <laughs> no. Does anybody know what the point is? Asking for a friend, <laughs> <laughs> right? Anyway. <laughs> 
Back on topic. Right, so, um, do you know what? We're going to start, I think we should start on a negative first. So we can build up to My the positive. specialty. Right, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy being negative. Um, because then we can lead and we can end on a positive note, right? I'm smart like that. Right. So I'm starting off with a big one here. Well, it's not really a big oh, one. But okay. Guitar Hero. All right. <laughs> so up until number three, banging games, songs. You know, you feel like a rock star, mate. You're proper going for it. Head banging. Go, you know, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, the next one comes out, which I think is World Tour. Oh, no. Yeah, so I, I played that one. They Did they release the drums with that one as well? I think that no, I don't think so. Oh, actually, they might have done. I don't I know. I think they did with World Tour. I can't Tour. remember. And it I had was it on. Yeah. Inky, mate. No. It wasn't good. No. <laughs> the it songs on it just didn't feel like Guitar Hero. There was like, one good song, and it was that Livid on a Prayer. Oh god, Bon that Jovi! Was one, yeah, that was the one good song in the whole game. And yeah, like, no, I rate that. But what what went wrong? <laughs> they just gave up and started putting like pop punk songs on there, which isn't you know, pop punk's fine. But it's Guitar Hero, man. Like I want to be like head banging to some heavy songs and pretending like I know how to play the guitar. Yeah, and I didn't. I just yeah, that was disappointment. Impressive. Very yeah, my uh, my probably biggest one is uh, if if anybody play video games, I believe early nineties. I'd like to say early mid nineties. You may have played Banjo Kazooie. Oh yeah, really popular. Very, it, it was fun for its very simple and sort of comical style, where it was it was sort of your typical sort of platforming collector font like Mario sixty four and, and games like of the such. Yeah, cult classic series, and then they got bought. I believe it was Rare got bought by Microsoft, oh, and well. things yeah. started to go a bit downhill. <laughs> and a game was announced for the Xbox 360 Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. Everyone was really excited, thinking we were about to get the third game in this franchise. And then the yeah. game came out, and there were tears. <laughs> they had somehow turned it into sort of like a racing game where you had to build oh, your own wow. cars instead of a platform well, collection. Well, like Little Big Planet, we have to build your own car. It's like you get like with nuts and bolts, you get all like materials and stuff. Oh, and you can like build your own cars and stuff. And it is a racing game that it wasn't like terrible in terms of like technological. Yeah, but as an anticipation for a, for a sequel. Yeah, like... for it shouldn't have been a Banjo Kazooie game, not a chance. And <laughs> what it, actual and animal is Banjo Kazooie? It's a bear. Is he a bear? Yeah. He's I was a, trying to I'm... picture him in my head. I was like, I'm sure, he's a bear. With a banjo. <laughs> What's banjo's got to do with bear? Because he plays. I don't know. He just plays a banjo. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and there's there's Tui as well. No, Tui is a little bird. Right. See, I've never played the game. I've never played the series. It's this, I just yes. know of Banjo Kazooie, and I know that everyone loves it. it looks yeah, fun. Banjo's the bear, and then Kazooie's the red bird, and then Tui, right. who was introduced in the second game, <laughs> is like not. I don't know. I wasn't a fan of Tui as a character, but Get it wasn't it. fantastic game still. But Fair yeah, enough. Banjo Kazooie nuts and bolts was a, it was just disappointment. All right. <laughs> uh, well, I've got right. I think a lot of people are going to agree with me here. Kingdom Hearts, right? First one, banging. Second one, 
yeah, it is good. I enjoyed that. Third one, no. Just why bother? Why bother? Like, the, <laughs> the series was good. Like, I mean, I'm a big Disney fan, so I was yeah, same. you know, perfect combination of, you know, the combat and everything, storyline, really good. You get attached to the characters, fantastic. And then number three comes out, and I was like, I was gassed to buy it, right? Bought it. I don't think I've even got past the Toy Story level. <laughs> I can't be asked. I'm just like, what is this? Like, I'm pretty sure. It. Like, sorry, the, uh, no, the no, fan right. sort of reaction to Kingdom Hearts over the years. The first one comes out, it's like, oh my god. Second one comes incredible. out. Oh. Third one comes out. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it just gets worse. You know what's even worse? I'm actually looking at the case right now and I'm fuming. Like I could just see Kingdom Hearts three out of the corner of my eye, and I just want to throw something. It's just disappointment. Yeah, I've never. Is the Incredibles in them in, in Kingdom uh, Hearts three? I, I wouldn't know. I haven't got far enough. But I think so. Monsters Inc's in it though, so you got big old Sullivan. Apparently, it's literally like a two minute level though. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Like the Toy Story level lasts forever. They must just love Toy Story. Or something. They're just milking it. Uh, yeah, and then, and then uh, good levels, just nothing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, and I don't know. I thought that first one, as, as I said, was incredible. Second one, I still liked it. I thought it was really good. I liked Twilight Town, the main like hub, was really cool. And yeah. then you get to play as Roxas and all sorts. Really, really cool for me. Third one, nah, just chuck it in the bin, mate. Like, right, there's no need. <laughs> like, you should have just left it, it number two. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Even the DS game was better. There's a DS game version of it. Yeah, even that was better. It. The number three, I can't think what it's called off the top of my head. Well, but even that one was better than Kingdom Hearts 3. But similarly to sort of, I don't know, what's the style of Kingdom Hearts? Animated games, I guess? Uh, or like cartoonish? Yeah, I guess so. And oh, yeah. moving on even further back to 2D. Super Mario Bros. 2. Okay. Now, this isn't something I played until I was a bit older, as I, I didn't have an NES growing up. But this is a, a widespread sort of opinion on this, so this is just a shambles, because right. this I think this game was a trick on sort of Western... The, the Western branch of gaming kind of only just started. Right coming out it was very much a japanese thing with nintendo and beforehand and super mario bros 2 was essentially it they took a game i can't remember doki doki panic i think it was and it was literally just reskinned with characters just mario and, and other characters it didn't have sort of any connection to any mario game and i cannot believe that a company like nintendo thought they could kind of just pull a fast one and just literally reskin a whole other game. <laughs> you know what? I rate that. I'm but sorry. Like, <laughs> I understand it was like, what, 80s, early 90s at latest. But like, come on. The audacity. The same company that not that many years later would make games like Ocarina of Time. We're sitting there reskinning other games. That's incredible. 
that's literally like me just going, oh, here's my homework. Just like, like here's my mate's homework. Just crossing the name out and writing my name on the bottom of it. Literally. <laughs> I think it's a good reminder that, that bad uh, games can happen to anybody. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. No one's, no one's, uh, you know. No one's going to be perfect. No, that's no one's trying to from say. software. <laughs> I mean, what? <sighs> Not going to pull that one and start creating wars, but. No, please don't. But I think, uh, yeah, that, that one's just, no, it just makes me angry. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, right? I've got an interesting one here that I don't know if anyone will ever agree with me, but Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Oh, my God. The one on the Wii, the first one, that was, that, that was the one. That was so much fun. I completely forgot it existed. Yeah, mate. Like, Mario and Sonic, like, two of, like, my fate, like, I, I mean, I'm not too keen on Mario, admittedly, but, like, Sonic and that. For me, I was like, yes, yeah. mate. Put together, sports, fun for everyone. Yeah, it was very fun, to be fair. And then they kept making them. We're like, right, no, we get it. The events don't change. So why are you still making them? Like, I won't be wrong. I don't I don't watch the Olympics. So I don't know. But I'm under the impression that most of the events stay the same. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. It's not like you're changing the characters. Like, even if you are changing the characters, what's the Why? Why'd you keep making them? Like they're just changing the location. Like you got Mario yeah. Sonic in the winter. Yeah, I do remember that because that <laughs> wasn't very good. Right, so now I could just ski your Sonic. Like, thank you. Like, who cares? Yeah. Like, that, 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 yeah, no, there's not really much else to be said about that. that no, I don't. Just... I don't think so. It's fun games, but yeah, they, they don't. It's milking it again because it's yeah. like the first time Mario and Sonic in the same place, like blasphemy. How dare they? <laughs> but moving on to one of mine, and I'm 99% sure you won't even know what this is Perfect Dark Zero. I know what that is. Oh my god, I know <laughs> your boy is cultured. The original Perfect Dark, I think we could all agree, is one of the best first-person shooters ever I made. Interrupt quickly. Do you want to know how I know? How? Because the, the record for the, the, the... I think it's like Perfect Asian. One of the levels was just broken as a speedrun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never played it. I don't know. I don't know. I just know about Very similar run. Goldeneye. Yes. 007. So, like... I think it's it could definitely be considered one of the best first person shooters of its generation, if yeah. not of all time. Yeah, I've heard a lot about definitely it. Definitely trailing closely behind Goldeneye, of course. It it was very good plot, very good gameplay, and it immersed you really well. That yeah. kind of gave it just a perfect combination, excuse the, the perfect pun, of a good first person shooter. Super cool. But the, so they they released or announced, firstly, the sequel on the Xbox 360, Perfect Dark Zero. And I think the problem that when it eventually came out was, although at its time, and the same problem I think would happen with Goldeneye if it were re-released now, mm. is although at the time they were absolute technological like Marvels and were for sure like the grandfathers of the FPS genre, it felt very sort of dated and it didn't feel like by the time it's released, you had Call of Duty, Halo, Gears of War. Like better to play sort of. Yeah, and it felt dated and and it couldn't really keep up, I don't think, with the newer generation of shooters. Hmm. 
but it was a letdown. It was for sure a letdown. That's why sometimes things just don't need to be made. Yeah. But next one oh, is well. a good example of that is Ratchet and Clank. The first one okay. on the PS2, I thought was a masterpiece that pff, I love that game. The story, the way you played the game, like the mechanics of the game, the characters, the light, like the, the what's, not vocals, what's the word? Voice acting. Yeah, the voice acting in it and, you know, all the lines and stuff. I thought, I, I, in my opinion, I mean, I'm probably biased because that was one of the first games on PS2 I ever played. But, like a beautiful game. And then they just kept, again, like Marianne Sonic, they just kept making it. And the story just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Although, I will say, I do want to play the new one when it finally comes out. Mm, the Rift Apart. Yeah. Called, yeah. But there is a point where you've got to stop making them. Like, give it a rest. The only other good one was, I think it was called Ratchet and Clank Gladiators or something. I can't remember. It was yeah, like PS2. not a clue. And it was like you'd have to level up, like you you were in a, an arenas and you just have to battle and stuff. That was quite cool, but that was nothing to do with it. So I wouldn't classify that as a sequel. That was just kind of like a a spin off version almost. Yeah. But like the main storyline of Ratchet and Clank, I don't even know where it's at now. Like the first one, they should have just been done with it. It should have been one of those ones that's just a one hit wonder, and that's it. I think. Don't know. I've I've never been a huge fan of Ratchet and Clank, but so I don't know. But does this have the same problem that I feel Crash Bandicoot has, yes. where there's a ton of games, but kind of Neo Cortex is kind of the only villain that, that is worthy of being yeah in yeah. all of them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, absolutely. You got you got just these one set of characters, and I, I think it's Doctor Nefarious. I yeah, yeah, Doctor. No, I, I do know that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and I know for a fact in the other ones you fight him again and again and again. Yeah. yeah. Just give it a rest. Like you kill him in the first one, or like, whatever. You think he became a robot, didn't he? Yes. Like, in the second one, and then yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the same example. problem with Crash. Yeah, it's an example of taking a franchise too far, or like trying to keep it alive, but ruining it, ruining it in the same breath. I think. I mean, there is obviously examples of this that, like Mario with Bowser. Yeah. And they they are obviously games that have succeeded for forty yeah, odd years. Yeah. But yeah, I do get where you're coming from. Yeah. But yeah. But my final one for the stinky ones, and mm-hmm. this is a game that I personally looked looked forward to when this was announced, was Duke Nukem Forever. Okay. Duke Nukem, uh, a 90s game, very similar to Doom and Wolfenstein, like the old school. Mm-hmm. And it was one of, one of the sort of first first-person shooter games that, that grew a pretty big following for its sort of edgy sort of style, very right. sort of gritty and gory and Drew Nukem being the badass basically. Right. And in 2011, I like to say, I could be wrong, no, it was it was I know it was a 15 year gap from the 90s, so it's I know it was somewhere around 2010-11. Be a good guess, I guess. Duke Nukem Forever released mm-hmm. for Xbox 360 and all that lot. And I think it was it, the game. Like the, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. The game was awful. That was a it, good guess, by the way. 2011. Was it actually? Not yeah, right. it was. And I think the problem is, again, similar to Perfect Dark, the the sort of aura of Duke Nukem uh, it hasn't aged well. Hmm. And it it's a game that feels sort of stuck in the 90s, and it's it's got jokes in it that are very old, like. 
they they worked in the nineties, but not not really yeah, in these days. Like modern humor. Is like... Yeah, it doesn't doesn't really work out. And I think it was a sequel. If this had come out in the nineties, absolutely. But, but I think it was fifteen years too late. Right. And it, it was ruined for it. And I don't think we'll ever see another Duke Nukem thing like standalone game again. Must admit, I've never been interested in Duke Nukem. It's just like childish sort of humor. That in the nineties, it's, it's great. Like the one where you did, the first thing you could do in the game, you just sit there, you just play with poo. <laughs> it's like you can literally just go in the toilet and play with poo. And it's like, oh my god. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, it's just yeah, it's that type of game that I don't think nowadays works. Humor yeah. like that is just kind of changed. That's... <laughs> For God's sake. Yeah, it's, it's that type of game, but yeah, that was a letdown. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah, that's that's my last stinky one. Well, I've got one more. Go for and it. And it is Saints Row. Ooh. Up until number three, they're fun, and then number four when. Was it number four when it was aliens? I can't remember. I think it was. Yes, because you got superpowers. Yeah, and you're like, what? Like they, they these are like what would have been like stereotypical uh, stereotypical gangsters. And now all of a sudden I'm superhuman. Sorry. Yeah, you became president and you had yeah, superpowers like, and things. What? <laughs> like, it wasn't great. I, I don't really have much to say in this term, but it, it, it was like it's obviously like a an alternative to GTA in it, really. Like the same sort of game. And then all yeah, of a sudden they try a and similar, put their own spin on it and give you superpowers. Sort of comical GTA, yeah. Yeah. Where it yeah, did go you a bit weird. Run around and slap people with a giant purple dildo. Yeah, things like that. That it was a more comical sort of yeah. chilled out version of GTA. And, and then, then it kind of went <laughs> sci-fi. All of a sudden I'm a big man with like superpowers and then Johnny get out of hell or whatever it was. That oh, was yeah. you're in hell. Wait, just, really? Yeah. It's oh, literally God. the game reskinned to hell. You know, like, no wonder it was mm. free on PlayStation. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I wouldn't pay for it. Nah. No, I think the franchise. We haven't heard anything of Saints Row for a long time. Uh, I would very much doubt we ever will, to be honest. Maybe so, one day. I think if we do it'd be remasters. Yes, which I'm down for as long as they keep like the yeah, you know, like the Saints Row Three Remaster did well. The the fun part, you know. But they need to remake two. I think that's the best one. Personally, well, that's THQ, isn't it? Actually, I have not a clue. Possibly, yeah. I was published yeah. by THQ, but yeah. Okay. We'll we'll see about that. We'll see what. See if but, they actually do anything with it. Yeah. Yeah. But moving away from the stink and <laughs> going into the ones that, that we feel show that maybe the majority opinion of all sequels not being as good as, as the first being maybe wrong. Maybe not wrong, but <laughs> wrong. Just no, yeah, maybe being sort of a slightly skewed opinion. And first one I have, uh, this is a series of games that I feel have just got better and better is Uncharted. Okay. Uncharted 1 came out very similar. Like you can tell it's based off of like Indiana Jones and, and Tomb Raider, very yeah. similar style. But it, it kind of had sort of cover shooter 
sort of mechanics with it that were similar to what what were the games that kind of pioneered it? God of uh, God of War, Gears of War, God of War. I think. Yes. That well-known <laughs> shooter, God of War. Yeah. <laughs> Kratos has just had enough. Starts pulling, pulling out a Glock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I think it, it was a mixture of games that came out very well. Okay. But the, the first game was was slightly limited. And I feel every single one, the story has just improved from each game. And the technological standpoints of the games has improved with each coming game. So uh, one of the, I think one of the launch, was it, it, was, it was the first sort of massive exclusive, I think, for the PS4. Right. Other yeah, because they released like a PS4, like an uncharted PS4. Yeah, yeah, I would probably... Probably, yeah. but I know other than maybe Bloodborne, I think this was like one of the first big exclusives. And it, it was, I think at the time, Uncharted 4 in, was probably the best looking game ever made for sure. Okay. And it was kind of the first game that really, really showed off what like next gen consoles, PS4, namely, could do. Hmm. But I mean, I've like, I, I mean, I think I've played. Uh... Where what one was free? They all have been, I believe. Uh, maybe the third one, fourth one, something like that. It was alright. I mean, didn't play it too much, but I rate yeah, it. yeah, they're very good games. I think they're very popular, and I don't know. I mean, we may, I believe there there is rumors. We did mention this on a previous episode that of the movie, the movie, yeah, and the, an Uncharted game looks likely to be coming. So should be interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, my first one. <clears throat> what do I start with? Okay, I'm I'm gonna leave one of the big the big yeah the big boys, but I'm gonna start with Burnout. Okay. I think well, up until Burnout Three, <laughs> and then for me it went a bit downhill. But um, I would say the first three, like the main three, would be like yeah. really good sequels. Like yeah, I played three a lot. Uh, Burnout Takedown was a masterpiece. Was so three paradise? No, burnout three takedown was the third one. Oh, was it takedown? Then it was paradise. Yeah, I only played up to paradise, so I don't yeah, know anything other than oh, they remastered paradise. Yeah, um, I can't really comment to you. I I did play paradise. I did really enjoy it. So, <clears throat> admittedly, you know, all all of the burnout games up until I guess, yeah, I guess paradise. I can't really think if there were any after that. Um. Yeah, I'm sure like Retribution was one or something. There's there's a few, I think. Kind of ruined it after that. But yeah, yeah, up to Burnout 3 Takedown. I don't know if anyone else has ever played that, but Burnout 3 Takedown was the one. That was such a fun game. Like, perfect racing game, in my opinion. If they remastered that, I think I'd cry. Yeah. I think I would have a a full on breakdown, I think. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah, <laughs> apparently so. That comes from the heart. Jesus. Um, <laughs> I hear you do that, that sort of teary up, tearing up there in your yeah, voice. I, I said that with chest. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, but, uh, but uh, I think it just got better and better with time and better and better each game. So I think that's a good example. So my next one is very sort of, for me, these, these are some of my favourite games going i think these are the best superhero games ever made and that's batman arkham city mm-hmm. arkham asylum came out and it was sort of the i think it, it changed superhero games 
forever. Okay. Nothing. I, I do is, like Batman games. I will give you that actually. Yeah, it, it completely revolutionised like, the combat system in, in the mm. Arkham games has been copied by many others combat since. Great. Yeah, like it's Spider-Man combat system is very similar. It, yeah. It's the, it's been done many times after this because of how fluid it actually is. It feels and good to fight. It, yeah. If you could get a really good combo going, it feels nice. Yeah. No, and 100% agree with that. Open world Batman game with all your favourite, like the Joker, Bane, all, all of them, Scarecrow. The question mark geezer, I can't remember what his name is. The Riddler. That's the one. Yeah. yeah all You had all of the fantastic story. Yes. Yes. But like you like like in most games in the first series, uh, the game was slightly limited. It's older. You were kind of prohibited to Arkham Asylum and the island of Arkham. Yeah, they haven't got the technology to build. No, but and I don't think they expected it to be as big as a success as it actually was. Mm-hmm. So Arkham City came out. Don't remember what year. Uh, I'm trying to remember because it came out alongside Skyrim the same year, so 2013, I think. 2011. Oh, okay. Oh, my, earlier than I thought then. Arkham City, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, 2011. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, that is right. So Arkham City came out, and it was virtually the same game with that carried on the story directly, direct sequel, but it was more open, it was bigger, there was more, but not too much, not like, in my opinion, Arkham Knight, the, the third game in the season did a bit too much. Mm-hmm. This was the perfect amount. I think of open without it just being open, but like nothing there. It, there was constantly stuff happening. Right. And I think it gave people their first real sort of chance to be sort of Batman. And it cemented, I think, Rocksteady, as I, I think anyway, like the kings of, of superhero video games. Oh. Still, I, I think they're better than Spider Man ones. Oh, I mean, that's a big, that's, that's a, a big statement. I like. I've always been sort of with superheroes. I, I think Marvel. when I was younger, I've always liked Batman individually for DC, but mm. I like I prefer Marvel as a whole. So, Imagine like, if uh, Batman joined Marvel, you'd. Uh... The thing is, though, with it, is he's just a geezer in a suit with gadgets. That's the thing. He's not like, he wouldn't be able to compete. And this is a problem with like, we're getting off on a tangent, but <laughs> this is the problem with like, why you can't really have like the injustice games, for example, to make it more relevant. Mm-hmm. Obviously you have to scale that. So every character is sort of balanced, but it's yes. not like realism goes out the window. Obviously when you're talking about super powered gods, but when you have like one random geezer, who's just really rich, but then so you've got, guess, in Marvel, you've got... Um, Iron Man is yeah. obviously like that, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I suppose. But Iron Man, again, is more... Like, someone could, re- like, genuinely be Batman. It's, it's a guy yeah. in a suit that just he knows how to fight. Yeah. Whereas Iron Man is obviously, like, very hyper-futuristic suit and things. And Yeah, that's true. On, on that note, I'm, I'm becoming Batman. So, uh you know, oh. anyone, anyone needs help. <laughs> yeah. This is the last know. episode because we're, <laughs> yeah. we're busy becoming superheroes. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's all for that one. Cool. Okay. Um so I'm going with an old classic. And I'm when I mean old classic, I used to play these on my Windows ninety five computer. 
um, on a disc that used to take up the entire hard drive. And this is Age of Empires. Um, you know, stereotypical like Command and Conquer. Um, you know, you know, you know what kind of games they are, right? Yeah. Uh, strategy, yeah. Yeah. Strat- that's the word I was looking for. Why could I not? I don't know where my brain is today. It's just. Not- I think I've only played Age of Empires three. I don't play the others. Oh, Age of Empires two was fantastic because there was a cheat that you could use. You could turn all your horses into cars, and uh, these cars had rocket launchers. It was, it was, it was so much. Fun. God. But that I think I think that is one of those ones that's like because the first one come out. I don't know. It was a long, yeah, a long very long time, time ago. Time ago. Um, they obviously they're going to get better with age. Okay, so Age of Empires One was released in 1997. Mm. So, you know, for me, they just got better and better because I maybe mean, maybe it's the technological advances and stuff, but they were able to add yeah, stuff yeah, into helps. it. Um. You know, the AI become a lot more intelligent. Yeah, the AI do get better with, with so time. It sure. wasn't like you were fighting, you know, pinatas or something. It was like, oh, okay, these are actually giving me a challenge. But yeah, yeah, for me, Age of Empires, I think good examples of games just getting better and better. Um, and then obviously with a the Age of Empires three, I think it was. Um, yes, yeah, the one I've played. They could add expansions and stuff, which then adds to the game. So in ten essence, that makes it better. I think it's moddable as well. Yeah. So there you go. So I think that's a good example um, of a yeah. game that's just got better and better. For sure. Whether that's age or not, I don't know, but definitely, yeah, definitely possible. There. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're good strategy games. So can't argue yeah. with that at all. Next one for me, sticking with 2011, is Portal 2. I think you just like 2011. I mean, Skyrim, Arkham City, like Portal, it was a good year for games, I think. (laughs) It just uh, happened, and some of those were sequels. Take me back to 2011. (laughs) Let me play Skyrim again, please. (laughs) But, like, Portal 1 came out, and it was a very small sort of... it, It was released from Valve... I don't even know if it was its standalone game. I, I think it came with the Orange Box collection originally, which was TF2, Half-Life 2, and Portal. I don't know if it was actually its standalone game originally. Uh, I think because it's very short, Portal 1. I it's not like a full game. Do not know, to be honest. I've only ever played Portal 2. But Portal 1, it, and it, I think one of the biggest reasons that this became such a success obviously it's valve and mm-hmm. they, they know what they're doing but i think this might be a big statement it probably will be but i think a lot of people will agree that, that glados is probably the best video game villain ever in history i think okay. for me i think she is and that she definitely carried the, the, a lot of the first game right and they they came out with portal 2 added a co-op mode yes. brought in Wheatley, very voiced by Stephen Merchant, actually. Very tall oh, lad. We've got a light Wheatley. And yeah, added a bunch of new characters <laughs> that were that were great. Added uh it was actually the the two robots in co-op mode Portal 2 came out as full guy skins. Oh, and um yeah, the, the game was bigger, there were more puzzles, there were more like new new puzzle mechanics, the introduction of Wheatley. And they one thing I really like that they did and this actually got me in the feels when i first played this game 
is uh, they they spoiler alert. They they kind of do like a switcheroo where Wheatley becomes the villain and Glados becomes sort of good. And just pranked. Yeah, we just got us with the old ruse cruise <laughs> and did the old switcheroo. And there's a point where, because in Portal One, like we know that Aperture Science, the world of Portal, is linked to Half Life. Right. You know the games are linked, but it's not like it's never like laid on thick or anything. Like there's mentions to like Black Mesa of Half Life, but never nothing direct. And right. as you're walking through, you there's a point where you're doing a puzzle and Wheatley like collapses the floor and you fall down underground into the first aperture science ever built during like okay. World War Two. And there's a point where you're going through the old Aperture Science and Black Mesa labs mm-hmm. and GLaDOS gets upset looking at a picture of a woman and it's like you find out that this woman was her once and oh. her sort of husband, I believe, it was his husband or she, I think she was his secretary. Right. Uh, he was dying and he wanted to find a way to like immortalise himself but he couldn't do it in time so he did it for her instead, and that, that's how she became GLaDOS that we know. Okay. And it's, it's a really nice link that, that I think just added to the storyline. Obviously, Portal 1's the story wasn't too important. It, no, was, it was puzzle a game. game it, so. Yeah. But Portal 2, I think, added on every single aspect. And I, I think it's, it's one of the perfect sequels, to be honest. I mean, and, you know, we forget that the cake is a lie, so... The cake is indeed a lie. Yes. So, you know, that's that's the last thing we could say about that. That's, you know, <laughs> so going back, <laughs> the cake is in fact a lie. Right. <laughs> um, confirmed. Confirmed lie is cake. Uh, anyway, I <laughs> went with a big one. Hang on, here. what? <laughs> well, I just real lie is cake. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, switching it up, right? Rose That's a title if I've ever seen one. <laughs> the is the cake, cake really a lie? Is it? <laughs> Today oh, we discuss God. the cake and is it a lie? <laughs> <laughs> Tangent. The, the entire video is just, yep, it's a lie. It's All right, a lie. thanks for watching, boys. <laughs> right, uh, next. Okay. So I went with the Call of Duty series, but specifically the Modern Warfare. So this probably is very unpopular because i know that people every time they hear call of duty 4 they uh have some form of like mini stroke where they all they feel is ecstasy and uh excitement but don't at me i think those games especially the campaigns maybe not the multiplayers because that could be argued yeah, there will be here all day if we start going on that. <laughs> I think the campaigns did admittedly get better. Like the 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 story yeah, was I, I really, think so, really yeah. good, getting on and on and on. And even so. into, I mean, even into modern warfare as of recent, I'm not really too sure there's much of a link. But no, it's a re, it's a fresh start. And you know, so it's, like, it's similar. I, yeah, yeah. I would say that they're you know they banged it, mate. I think they've done really really well. I can, like I said, campaigns. I just want to. The campaign. Yeah, we're not, we're not. We won't get into the multiplayer just yet. No, we'll be there forever. Yeah, um, yeah. But I yeah, thought COD Four campaign fun. was really, really fun. Then Modern Warfare Two come along. That was a really good campaign. And then I was thinking, is Modern Warfare Three going to suck? And it didn't. So, I think that's good. 
I think that's yeah, well, and you mentioned the, the Modern Warfare 2019. One thing I liked with the campaign and what they've seemed to have done in that game is they've kind of added elements from all the Modern Warfares yes. into yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So you've got Zakaev, obviously, was a, uh, introduced as a Warzone thing, yep. but will be part of future stuff. You have uh, Makarov makes an appearance or is spoken of, Kamarov as well. Mm-hmm. From from all the kind of different ones, all kind of combining into one. Yeah, so you don't always you almost don't forget about what's happened in the previous. Yeah, games. so it's like yeah, we know the existence of Soap as yeah. well, and and yeah. other characters that that were there before Nikolai as well is a big part of the campaign as well. Yeah. So yeah, so you could argue yeah. that could be included in the sequel, but I guess. But, yeah, if you're familiar with the games, yeah, you should, for sure you could definitely uh, class. It and that, that game was fantastic. That, that that campaign was brilliant. I loved it. I think game. yeah, I think that's probably the best one they've ever yeah. done. I mean, admittedly, I, I my opinion it's not the same franchise. Like, well, it's the same franchise, but the Cold War campaign. Obviously, you haven't played it, but no, banging campaign, incredible, really, really, really good. Like, spot on great story great depth but yeah that's 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 obviously not related to uh modern warfare yeah um but yeah as call of duty as a whole they're going to the right way for campaigns but yeah modern warfare good example yeah for me, I think, is a, sequel. a good blend of old mixed with new characters like alex and farrah yes yeah keeping the, it fresh yeah the game doing it, it that, the right way that extra oomph mm-hmm yeah, not letting it just die, sort of thing. Yeah. The sticking on first person shooters, I'll get this one out of the way, is Halo 2. Okay. Now it's Wait it's it's arguable. Up. It's arguable that this is better than the first one. Personally, I don't think it is, but I think they're they're very on on par. I don't think mm. you could you could argue one is better than the other. I don't there that's nothing against Halo 2. It's it's an absolute masterpiece for me. Mm-hmm. But I think it did. It read like Halo Combat Evolved. Uh, they they didn't expect it to be as big as it was, and Halo Two revolutionised sort of that. I think and added further. Mm. It it took advantage of what they could do, and the the Halo Combat Evolved campaign, although it's very good, the story isn't sort of like the main. The the story's not hundred percent important. It's just your master chief and you kill things. Was Halo 2 the one we used to play around your house? I don't even remember now. The original Xbox. <laughs> it's probably Halo 1 to start with. Probably, yeah. I would imagine. One Depends. of the missions, you're up in like a... You've got to drive along something because it's all falling down. Um, yeah, it's Halo 1. Halo That's 1. the last level of Halo 1, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Where the halo's blowing up and you've got a time limit. And you're yeah, like, that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah I always used to drive us off the edge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> but uh, Halo 2 kind of revolutionized the story and made Halo a big, sort of more storyline driven game. Yeah. Added a lot of long, long lasting characters like the Arbiter and the Grave Mind and sort of revolutionized, I think. The multiplayer aspect as well. Halo One's multiplayer was very sort of limited. I didn't even realize that was Halo One. Yeah, it wasn't like it, it. It was definitely kicked off sort of the the the, the franchise as a multiplayer franchise, with sort of being the the father for Call of Duty. It wasn't Halo Three or anything? Like Halo Three, I think came out like Call of Duty Four. I'm sure was already released by this point. So. Yeah. 
But Halo 2 kind of added and it was a much more sort of wider spectrum on the multiplayer scale. There's a lot more you could do. And I think Halo 2 can be thanked for games like Call of Duty now being as big as they are. Yeah, a lot of people have said that. A lot of people say that Halo was like the grandfather and now Call of Duty's like, you know, the son that's taken over, taken over the family business. Yeah, it's, it's a long line. You've probably got like the great granddad's probably like Doom and Wolfenstein. Yeah, there. Quake. The the grandfather's going to be like Goldeneye. Yeah. And then the father's probably Halo. And then yeah. the son that's, the prodigal son is probably Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. Especially of our generation anyway, I think, you know. Uh, yeah. generation Call of Duty I think you can't argue it is the biggest first person shooter franchise but I don't think you can argue that yeah first person shooters yeah for sure mm. I think so um, well, do you know what we'll stick on we'll stick on first person shooters I've gone um, CSGO was a drastic improvement on CS Source um, oh yeah, yeah, a lot of people are going to hate me for that because there are there's the, the CS Source community is strong, but for me, CS:GO was just the improvements that CS Source needed to bring it into the modern era, and now CS:GO is just. I mean, I don't know really know how many years it's been out now, but it's just getting from strength to strength. I think CS:GO, yeah, um, 2013 maybe. Do you reckon? Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just going strength to strength again. I don't know if that's because of the age and the the um, you know the ability Almost to do different things. Esports, I think, helps uh, when that wasn't really a thing. Huge CS:GO. Um, yeah, I just think as in general, that is a good example in yeah. respect to CS Source. But yeah, I, yeah, I uh, think so. I don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah, I think a lot of people would CS:GO good game to be fair yeah but moving away from first person shooters to now third person shooters i have mass effect 2 some people think i think people are starting to realize that we like shooters who gave that away <laughs> yeah no it's like <laughs> it's pretty much been our life like yeah. shooters, really yeah you're not wrong there but they've always been there yeah. but mass effect uh when that first released was sort of i'd say it's one of the first massive sort of open world sci-fi rpgs out Mm-hmm. And it, it was it was obviously it was very big, but there was it wasn't as much choice, mm-hmm. it wasn't as open. Second one came out, and I think this this was a massive improvement over the first game. And I right. think you could really feel like a part of like the universe. You go to many many different planets and galaxies in Mass Effect Two, and it okay. they all feel like they kind of matter and they exist within one. It right. all feels part of something. And like character choices mattered, and you, which means like replayability was a bigger thing. That's, that's there, key. there were multiple different, yeah, multiple different paths, and you could have a load of companions and followers, and they had loyalty missions. That, that if you did went through with your sort of companions' loyalty missions and gained their loyalty, they would come with you to the final battle. And things like that, and I think I, I do think Mass Effect Two is is probably one of the best sort of sci-fi RPGs ever made. So the only thing I've ever seen of here of Mass Effect was the eye scene, you know, where the geezer gets his eye taken clean out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's about it's, all I've seen of it. I've never. Yeah, it's a bit grim. Yeah, I've never, <laughs> I haven't really shown interest. I think sci-fi things aren't really my thing, so I, I tend yeah. to. 
but no, I, I, I mean, from what I've heard from different people and stuff, I could definitely, I think I could agree with your opinion there. Like, you know, it's a popular franchise and it still seems to be doing well. I mean, I don't know how the new one did, but um, Andromeda. Yeah, it was awful. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, which, it's it's a prequel, though. I believe okay, that which is, is pre- yeah, sure. we'll, we'll ignore that one. But up until up until then, we're going good, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, definitely. Okay. Um, I've gone with Hitman. Um, probably one of the most relevant things in my life right now. Um, I just bought the third one, and uh, I think I've spent the last three days. I think collectively, I've spent about twenty hours on the game. Spicy. Um, I think we we spent the entire weekend. Yeah, we much. actually did. Yeah, just uh, playing hit man. man. Um, it's a, it's a difficult one because it's not like the story. It actually does come to a head, like a head in the third one. Um, and there is a story to Hitman, surprisingly. Uh, but as a game, I think you can't really say it's not better than the previous two purely because you get all the levels from the previous two uh, yeah, with more silly. levels. So <laughs> yeah. by definition, I guess technically that is better because you're getting more content. But on even on the older levels, the game just feels a lot more smooth and a lot more streamlined. It's a lot more... I think visually it looks nicer. And the new the new levels, oh, they're, they're, they're incredible. I really, really, really like them. Um, so for me, Hitman. Unfortunately, I think the seat that it's over now. Um, this this trilogy, yeah, but they might. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, I think the this Hitman trilogy has just gotten better and better each game. And I don't, I can't really see anyone really disagreeing with that. To be honest, um, no, it's a, dif- it's a difficult so. one to disagree with. Purely, like, again, you get Hitman one and two in three. So, <laughs> yeah, maybe the price, but about that, right? yeah. I mean, for me, I'm a big fan of Hitman, so I'd say that's yeah, that's up there for yeah. me. One here for me, and this is this is a prequel, not a sequel, but I'm gonna add it anyway, as it's yeah, it's, it's the second game in the series, and this this is in both for me, and that's like Red Dead Two. I thought you were going to go Borderlands there, to be honest. Oh, no. No, I didn't actually mention Borderlands. I didn't think of it until you just said it. And then <laughs> I was thinking, true. prequel? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that is true, actually, with Borderlands. It could definitely be classed as one. But yeah. But um, Red Dead 2 has been both for me. Yeah. In terms of it being a good sequel, it, it Red Dead 2 for sure, as much as I personally don't get along with it, it is probably still the best looking and sounding game mm. ever made. Agreed. And it, it, Agreed. Sure, it, it's much bigger open world with, again, it, it has characters from the old game, but adds into new characters. Yeah. And it is probably, like, in terms of, of that standpoint, yeah, it's, it's for sure a, a good sequel. But, uh, but I think that's that's what most people would go with. But my sort of the story, quarrels, yeah, it's a bit like... my quarrels come, yeah, with just the gameplay for me didn't yeah. suit me at all. Yeah, no, I... yeah. Compared to how much I loved Red Dead Redemption One, for me, this is a downgrade. Yeah, but... no, I think people agree with that. But again, like you say, I think it's hard to deny that it probably is a better sequel. Like yeah, a oh yeah, uh, yeah. The first one probably is. Yeah, like if you're gonna play one of them, I would probably play two, just yeah. because. It's... I mean, it's first anyway, chronologically. 
but yeah, still. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's before set before the first one, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, that does. For me, that that's about it. I'm not going to get into it too much as I've we've spoken about this a few times. So yeah, I'll leave that one. That um, I've only got two more, so I don't know about you, but um, yeah, I've got I've got one more. Okay, I'm going to go with The Sims for my next one. Oh baby, um, I I don't care anyone. You can at me as much as you like, but The Sims are good games, mate. They're so much fun. Like, I I mean, immediately I'm a bit twisted. I like to just put them in rooms with ovens and just like get rid of the doors and watch them burn. Oh yeah, everyone's done that. You get yeah. a pool and then get rid of the ladder and just yeah. watch them drown. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, The Sims Four, I think, is great. I mean, the console port's a bit dodgy, but um. In terms of again, like it gets better with age because you get more packs and you know you can mod number four. Yeah, and, you know the mechanics of the game are better. Uh, but yeah, no, I think Sims, and that's strange coming from an EA game because. No, oh, I forgot it's all EA. Yeah, it's EA Praxis. Yeah. Um. So for EA, I'm impressed. But yeah, no, I think Sims has definitely got to be out there. It's got to be a, a mention. You can't really... Yeah. Just, you can't really say that the other ones were better. <laughs> I think it's just gone from strength to strength. It's just Sims, isn't it? You know, it's daft games that yeah. just play. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, I, I've never really been a fan of the Sims, so yeah, yeah, I'll leave that one with you. But Yeah, yeah that's just me for that, I think. There's not really much to say about the Sims, you know? My my last one is Assassin's Creed 2. Assassin's okay. Creed 1, again, similar story with Ubisoft. I, not, well, not necessarily Ubisoft. Similar story with a lot of, of this list. Ubisoft, I don't think, expected this game to be as big as it was and yeah. start one of the longest franchises going now that's still active. Yeah, somehow. And it's it, Assassin's Creed 1, again, very similarly. Like we've, we've, There's a pattern here emerging that the first games in these series are all quite limited in what you do and the story in Assassin's Creed 1 was very sort of samey where it'd be right you've got these three targets cool yep. you've killed all those now you've got these three targets because they all lead to this guy and things like that and it, it felt a bit arduous and then Assassin's Creed 2 brought in Ezio probably still the best character in the franchise agreed now uh, brought you a lot more sort of choice and freedom with what you wanted to do. Brought you, I mean, the trilogy, the XCO trilogy, probably the best storyline they've done since. Uh, yeah, I'd agree with that. I think there's there's a lot going on with Assassin's Creed 2 that is still being implemented now into the, the modern yeah. games. Which is, which is good, you know. Good that I mean, they keep the like... old ones alive. Yeah, and this doesn't this doesn't span across the whole series. I'm only including two here because it's this the series has been up and down like you're at Fort and uh, Fort Park. But it's <laughs> Assassin's Park. Creed 2 at least. <laughs> yeah, like roller coaster. <laughs> no, I got that purple thing. <laughs> it's just first thing that came into my head. <laughs> it, it was just like mm. it, it broadened the sort of series and gave it new limitations that I think were yeah, I don't think there's anything you can yeah, really say that. Um, against that, really. Okay, the last one is Grand Theft Auto 5. 
Wow, this one was difficult for me because yeah, I uh, sorry, I originally had this in my list, but I removed it. <sighs> Disappointed. Oh, so <laughs> obviously, you know my favorite game in the world is GTA San Andreas. Yeah, it's my favorite game, but it's not the best. I do think that GTA Five is the best game in the series, and that is difficult because even GTA Four was really good. GTA 5 for me, just the story is just brilliant. Like the gameplay, brilliant. The map, brilliant. Everything about it, it's just brilliant. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't think they could improve on GTA 4 and San Andreas. I just, I, in ter- and I say that like gameplay of GTA 4 is really good, and the story for San Andreas is really good. And I thought they'd peaked, and they're just going to keep making the games, and you're just going to get the same old. You know, yeah, reskinned rubbish, just set in a different place, and then they give us three characters with three separate stories that intertwine into one. Like, yeah, the, yeah, they want to mix in each character as their own yeah. sort of lives. That one thing I like with that is when you switch characters, it's like the characters have been doing things while you're not playing as them as well. Yeah, yeah, that's quite nice. They have their own life. Yeah, it feels and like stuff's happening. It it feels more more coexisting as opposed to just right i am now michael and that's it yeah it's like i am my i'm currently playing as michael but franklin's doing his own thing trevor's doing his own thing and i don't think you can really top that i mean gta 6 should be interesting and i think it's a good thing they're taking forever to work on it um yeah i think so because it's going to take a lot to top gta 5 yeah, I think if it weren't for the fact that The Last of Us came out in the same year, it would definitely have been Game of the Year. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I did have this. I had this in the list originally, and I got rid of it because I I knew for a fact you would most likely have it, so oh, I didn't yeah, want to talk GTA about it fan. twice. Yeah, so I got rid of it. But yeah, no, that, that's, that's my last one anyway for that. Okay, well, all right. So actually, do you know what? I will segue into the next topic. Go so, for it. So now... We're going to talk about games that uh, we wish would have a sequel that currently don't and currently possibly don't even have one planned. Uh, obviously, these are opinions, so don't get mad. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah, don't get um, But I'll, I'm going to kick things off. I, I'm not going to go too deep into it because we spoke about it. I think it was episode two, maybe one. I can't remember now. It's over a month ago. That's mad. Uh, yeah. It's Simpsons Hit Run. Uh, yeah, that's that's my first one as yeah, well. It says it all, doesn't it? It's just, the only thing I fear is they make a sequel and it sucks. The thing <laughs> that I think it would suit more, and I actually looked into I looked the Battle Royale. Up. Yeah, we know. We've got it. Battle Royale, yeah. <laughs> so imagine a Simpsons Battle Royale. It would just <laughs> chaos. <laughs> the, the, and I looked up this to see what other people thought because I didn't really know where to go. And although we, we have said before, we didn't want this to be remastered. Like we well we do and we don't yeah for the same reasons but we won't get into that here. Uh, I think what they why this might suit a sequel more is that I mean there's been and uh, when did the first game come out like two first early two thousands uh two thousand eleven I want to say 
Simpsons hit and run. Uh, 2003, rather. I was, I was going to say. I think like, I've, just, I've just got 2011 built into my head because you keep going on about games <laughs> from 2011. So now apparently everything's from 2011. Everything's 2011. The world's a lie. The world did actually end in 2012. Yeah, See we're all in a simulation. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> 2003, yeah, that come out. So, how many episodes of Simpsons have there been since then? God knows. I mean, yeah, it's only the, just stopped, didn't it? So. Yeah, so there you go. So, I think... That could get good so for you guys. Yeah, happen. there's so much more content. And I think you could experiment with new characters. Obviously, the original Homer, Marge, Lisa, Bart, and Apu. Apu yeah. suddenly, sadly, isn't isn't part of the franchise anymore because Snowflakes. Uh, he, got, he got axed. Yeah, well, then, I mean, admittedly, it was a white guy playing his voice, so... Yeah, but it just still, when it's a okay, well, Simpsons, like, let's just move on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah well, I think we've got very conflicting opinions, so let's just... Yeah, yeah. but yeah, that is true, like, it's... Uh, they, they could easily get a good few games out of it, because, again, like you said, like, characters, like, there's so many different characters in the game now, or the, the franchise... And so many different things have happened, and yeah, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, how many seasons? It's twenty, no, thirty something. I think. I think. Yeah. Uh, no, yes, I think there is thirty. I believe maybe um, like thirty-one something. It's only just ended. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, thirty-two seasons to be exact. Jesus. So yeah, there's a lot more they could do now. There's a lot more content you could go with. Yeah. But yeah, we both have that one, so... Okay, I'll let you take the next one, then. If uh, this one might be a bit obscure, but uh, this kind of came up to me when I was doing research for this episode, and that's Star Wars Republic Commando. I did see a lot of people calling for that. It's a very old game. It came out about the same time uh-huh. as Simpsons Hit and Run, and it's a game where you play as a clone trooper during uh, the Clone Wars during, in, the, in the Star Wars universe. And you control a squad. I don't remember the names. There's four of them. Um, I can quickly get this up. Uh, Boss, Scorcher, Fixer, and Sev were the guys. You you were played as Boss. Okay. And you could choose to either sort of just play as one guy and let the rest of your squad act independently, or you could go full-on tactical and and literally go full-on with the controlling where you wanted and giving orders to your squad. Okay. And it was a really good concept that I don't think they've ever really done in in not especially not in Star Wars. Mm. And it's a, it's quite a unique concept and the game ended on a, on a pretty big cliffhanger where spoiler I mean it's this is like a 20 odd year old game now I'm sure I can Yeah, I think say it's uh, the game kind of ends where your squad kind of start dropping one by one. Right. And at the end of the game, whatever's left of your squad, uh, you go into a room and, and General Grievous appears and it's it's presumed that, that you're all dead, that he kills you all. Oh, nice. But it is never really confirmed, left on a cliffhanger. And I think it would be something really interesting for them to go into. There was something planned for Star Wars Imperial Commando, which was a version where you would control a Stormtrooper squad. But it got cancelled with like oh, nothing really to his name. Right, so I'd love to see that that be made into a sequel. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think it ever will, but I would like to see it. No, not with the Star Wars games that are coming out. And, no, or in the works, should I say? No. Um. 
Okay, I went, I've gone with, I'm going to leave my, what I would probably call a fan favourite to a last. Um, I've only got three, so my next one is L.A. Noir. Now, whether I want an L.A. Noir sequel or just something similar, I thought the concept of L.A. Noir was brilliant. Like, I love, like, detective, you know, trying to figure out murder and stuff like that. I think that's really cool, and I would like to see them expand on it. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, for its time, it was really cool, like, really immersive and really quite not advanced but there was just it was just it was almost like an open world game very unique different aspects of it you know it's you know yeah there's always that meme very unique the detective game the doubt meme you know yeah it was like (laughs) the the big meme is like is a game where you have to kind of read subtle facial expressions to see if someone's lying and the geezer just flat out looks like he's crying (laughs) press x for doubt and yeah Uh, I think that could be cool. They could, they could definitely. Uh, imagine, right? They, they, they do a sequel, but years later, like now, that'd be really cool. I think. Well, it was. Um, spoiler alert: the main character died, didn't he? Mm, I can't actually remember. I'm sure, honest. yeah, he killed himself to save somebody. Like he'd be oh, well. flooded, he, he drowned. So I don't know if they can, if they, unless they want to introduce someone new. Well, could... unless they they twisted it and said, "Oh, you know, he had a son before he died." And his son become a detective like his old man. Maybe, yeah. Or you do a prequel of do how they became officers and detectives. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that's, that's a shout. But yeah, I think that could be quite cool. I'm gonna completely switch up the genres here because yeah. we've had enough first person and third person shooters. I think for one day, <laughs> even though I'm pretty sure I've got one more. But Diddy Kong Racing for me is one I that saw I really that like. one as well. Uh, it's one that I, I think this could be definitely argued as one of the best kart races in the in the in the sort of genre. Okay. And I think obviously this came out alongside the some of the first early Mario Kart games, and Diddy Kong Racing added uh, it had a full on story mode right. and a campaign sort of thing to it, and I think that's what kind of for a while I I think this was above Mario Kart. Until Mario Kart came out with like Double Dash and Wii that uh-huh. have secured its place again, but you could definitely sort of see that it's 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 obviously I'm trying to think of the word not not like it didn't just copy it, but it took inspiration from That's Mario better, Kart yeah. for yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, as as all of these games in the cars genre will. But it added more like you you didn't just have a cart, you had like a, I know there was a plane and a boat, I think you could you could ride in as well. Okay. And add in a story mode and there were bosses as well that you had to race against. And I would love now, obviously, because Diddy Kong, I don't think Diddy Kong's ever been in Mario Kart. Uh, I would like to say it. I doubt it. I don't think he ever has. And the problem is, though, again, with this, and it's more likely you'll see Diddy Kong in Mario Kart just because it's it's rare made uh, Diddy Kong racing, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And Microsoft obviously bought the rights. Yes. And I'm rare. It, I, yeah. It's not going to happen, I don't think. But you never know. Anything can happen. Very true. Yes, that is true. Um, so my final one is uh, one I think a lot of people are going to agree with. And that's bully. 
God, yeah, that's one of mine as well. So <laughs> I'll just uh, chip yeah, in with this one. That, that you know, I, it, it was a bit like a, a tone, obviously it's a toned down GTA. Yeah, um, it's made not by like Rockstar. Kill people or anything. It, it was just a bit of fun. But there was rumours of a, a bully too, weren't there? Of, there um, has been for so long. I he was know. in university or something, not work. Yeah, or yeah. Like yeah. I could make that work. They could easily make that work. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. I'd like to see a second one. Bully was so much fun. I mean, admittedly, I, I went back I went back and played it and I platinumed it on the on the PlayStation. <laughs> I think it's hideously underrated. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I'd never really played it and then I gave it a chance. I loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Fantastic game. So yeah, I'd like to see that be remastered uh, not remastered yeah, so rather have a sequel you know but you have to extension on his life and whatnot. not apparently I've just looked up mm. apparently uh, a sequel was supposedly confirmed by the original composer but right. nothing's come of it yet so we don't know so maybe it's that's... just waiting for Rockstar to be like alright let's go yeah possibly uh, I, I do think we will see this one one day I, I, I think, think we'll see it after GTA 6 I think. Oh yeah, yeah. It won't be before that now, because no. you know. But yeah, bully. There's not really much again to say about that. It's bully in it, you know. It's like I said, severely underrated, but a fantastic game, and could do with a bit more, you know, a bit more love for people to realise of how yeah. much of a good game it is, you know. Yeah, I've got I've got two more, but one I'm not going to talk about too long because it's uh, been done by me quite a few times. I've mentioned this a lot. Okay. And it's Bloodborne. Yeah, oh, and it's a game. It's going to be on there. Yeah, it's a game as well that I do think will get a sequel. I, I don't think this is like completely off the realms. Like the rest of my list is is pretty much probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So this one I think will. So I'm not going to go on too much. But again, I think the best Souls game ever made for me. And very yeah. unique sort of. It's a, it's a gothic, very gothic sort of style. The, the spread kind of stayed away from the medieval style of Dark Souls and gave you new uh, mechanics like rally system, which allows you to regain lost health after being hit if you're aggressive. And I, I in Dark Souls, I don't like shields in Dark Souls. I'm very much more of like either a dual wield or a role player rather right. than blocking behind a shield. So I like the fact that Bloodborne doesn't have shields. And you have the gun instead. Okay. So I'd love to see it again. You and have I to rely on parrying and stuff as well. Don't you? Yeah, you have to. It's a lot more skill based than the others, which I like. So yeah. I think I think this one. I'm not going to go on about this because I, I do think we will see one for for this. I can't. Yeah, I think with Demon Souls, the way they've gone with that, like that yeah. franchise isn't dead yet. So I do think that. Oh, not at all. Nice. No, bring back Bloodborne, considering it was you know went down very very well. So. Yeah, and the last one, again, I don't need to go on too much about this as we, we did. I don't remember if it was last episode or the one before. No, it wasn't last. It was one before. Episode four. That's Half-Life. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I would absolutely love to, but again, I can't go on about it because I know for a fact that I don't think this is ever happening. Well, I can't say no. I know for a fact because I don't, but let's be honest, it's not coming. But it, it Half-Life revolutionised sort of not first-person shooters because it's not really a shooter game at all. It's more first-person adventure game. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it like it completely 
changed the industry, I think, with, with that sort of thing. It introduced one of the most known weapons in history of the gravity gun. Yeah, that's and, in G mod and everything like that as well. Yeah. And it brought in, I mean, Gordon Freeman's one of the most recognizable characters in, in gaming. Mm-hmm. And it I think physics as well was a big thing with Half-Life that, that hadn't really been done before that, where you can use physics to solve puzzles and things, and physics is a big part of the game. So if you like weigh something down, it, it will actually weigh it down and things like that. And yeah, it's definitely an interesting like take. Yeah, and I'd like to see a, a development because we never really know what happened after Half-Life 2 Episode 2. And I would like to see a sort of conclusion or a resolution to Gordon and Alex's story. And I know we had a Half-Life Alex, but I guess that's VR only. Yeah. But I really do hope that Valve do learn how to count to three at some point. Maybe one day. Maybe, but that's it for me, I think. I don't think I've got anything else to add. Yeah, I think... I am done too. Uh, we can start wrapping up if you yeah go for it. Request because I believe this one's been a long episode. I think yeah, been, this one has gone quite a long, quite a while. But um, okay, so now we can get the boring bit out of the way, and then you can go on and enjoy your lives. Uh, Shameless plug time. Yeah, <laughs> not have to listen to us. So <laughs> check us out on YouTube. Like the video if you enjoyed it, and subscribe for future content. We're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, which you can check out on our site, which is hstp.co.uk. Just to reiterate that, that's hstp.co.uk. All our episodes go live at 6 p.m. GMT on Sundays, and clips go live on YouTube on Tuesdays and Fridays at 6 p.m. Also, these are the things that we deem to be the best parts of the show, just for you people that don't have an hour to sit and listen. Uh, make sure you follow us on socials, uh, Twitter and Instagram at hit start to play. Make sure that you join the giveaway, which will, I think, have two days left when this episode goes live. That'll be on the Twitter. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you can find that. It's a gleam.io link. It's been posted everywhere. Make sure you join the giveaway. We're giving away a month's uh, subscription to Discord Nitro. We'll be looking at doing more giveaways in the future. Um, it's pretty much just to say thank you to you guys because you've been the support has been phenomenal for this. Yeah, we've, we've had some month. really good support for how little Absolutely. time we've been doing it. Absolutely. So, yeah. so you know, you. it's been yeah, it's been a warm response, and I think I can speak for both me and Ben and say thank you very yeah. much. Um, Absolutely. But that's all from me. If there's anything you'd like to add, I'm sure you just mentioned this, but uh, the Discord is actually starting to get uh, yes. a community going. So do feel Absolutely. free to to join that. It is down below and yes. on Twitter. So. Wherever you, you look, we will have the Discord link somewhere. Yeah, pop in, say hello. Um, I'm in there most of the time. You're in there yeah, most same. of the time. Feel free to ask us just any questions you've got. Discord's the best place. Discord or Twitter. Um, yeah. But yeah, that is everything. Um, thank you very much for listening uh, yet again. And we will see you next week. Stay safe. Yes, take care, everyone, and goodbye. Goodbye.